I got to keep going. That's right. So we're back to the stage. And what we want to focus on today is you can do what you should even when you don't feel ready. Yeah. Would it be okay if I came up there? No. Can I well, just come it, there? Okay, we could just it, go to dinner now then. Yeah. No. Can I just come? Well, it's, it's kind of our theme, so yeah, okay. why not? Sure, okay. Hey, so, let's encourage Joanna. She okay. needs a little encouragement. Okay. Come on. Okay, so, so this is, so by the way, rules of good improv, the answer's always yes, everyone who's helping today. Is that your suitcase ticking? Yes, that is my suitcase ticking. So... Thanks for letting me come up here because there is something that I have been thinking about trying to work on, but I really am not sure if I'm ready to do it yet. But there was that verse in the psalm today that says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So does anybody know what that means? Like the fear of the Lord, does that mean that you're afraid of God? No. The fear of the Lord means basically you have such a, a holy feeling about what you think God's saying to you, that if you don't do the thing that you think God's saying to do, you feel kind of yucky about it. And that's the start of wisdom. And there's something I really am genuinely afraid of that I probably need to work on, and I thought maybe you guys would be able to help me. So I brought something just in case. Okay, so, because I thought I might do this, I actually did wear tights underneath my pinafore, and I am genuinely pretty afraid of heights. But I thought that if I got help from you guys, that I could overcome my fear of heights a little bit today. So, here I go. Okay, I don't feel good with these shoes on. I don't feel good with these shoes on. I don't feel good with these shoes on. Just a second, just a second, just a second. Woo! Okay. Okay, here I go. All right. Okay, Pax said if it helped, he would do it first. I think, just wait though, because I need to make sure that it's safe first. Moms actually do need to make sure things are safe first. Okay. Okay, here I go, 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 here I go. Whoa, that doesn't feel good. Okay, I think I need, maybe I think I need a, not the rules of good improv, and not what we're trying to teach. Okay, could I maybe get a couple people to come and hold the bottom of the ladder? Could I get like one person to come on this side of the ladder and one person to come on this side of the ladder? No, no, because I'm going to jump right there. Okay, thank you. Hold that side, somebody else. Yes, please, Faith, can you come on this side? Eleanor, you know what I need you for. When something's this serious, you got to say, girl, hold my earrings. Okay. Okay, all right, here I go. Woo! Okay. Um, okay, I think I need more stuff. I brought stuff just in case I was going to do it, and Elaine, I put it back beside you. There's a green bag. It's hanging in the coat area there. Actually, I'm really shaking because I'm nervous about doing this object lesson, and I actually really don't like heights. Okay. Can you grab that bag for me, Scott? Could you bring it up here? Thank you, Scott. So awesome. Okay. Woo. All right, Eleanor, will you open this, that bag? Okay, great. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to do this, right? We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Oh, that's Daddy's very serious army bag. Do you know how to get that? Okay. Could you pass me the soft thing in there first? Okay. Woo. Okay, I don't know if you guys do this in your house, but when I feel really nervous and afraid, we are very big on deep breaths. So let's all take a deep breath. All right, and I brought this stuffy because he's very special. 
Thanks, buddy. You can help, too. You totally can. These very special packs gave him to me because I told him I always wished I had one of these bears when I was little and I never had one, and he got it at a flea market and gave it to me. Um, and I brought this just in case. Will you please hold Alan for me? Thank you. Alan, because A&W means Alan and Wright. Yeah, that one's for free. Okay, all right. Eleanor, what else do you have in there? All right. Thanks, guys. I'm so glad that we hired somebody that had five kids. I never would have been able to do this object lesson with less. All right. I'm ready. Woo! Okay. Oh, this thing. Who, let's, who, who did not put the strap on this? This is my kids. Should have checked my equipment first. Oh, yeah, I need that. I'll have a glass of that water, too. Thank you, Eleanor. So good. All right. How are you guys doing down there? You okay? Okay. Okay, I think I'm ready. Oh, I'm thinking about it. Oh, no. Okay, I think I better put these on, though. Just a second. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. All right. Sometimes you need a lot of stuff to get ready when you're very nervous about doing something and you can ask all the people around you to give you help. You can ask them to, you know, loan you stuff they need or like, have you done it before? Okay, I feel a little nervous about the floor though. It looks a little bit hard. Do you think there's anything we could do about that? Yeah, pillows. Who's pillow on a bench? Let's get the pillows out. Okay, all right, let's do this, let's do this. Honey, remember that other big thing that we brought from home? I think I'm gonna need that other big thing. You know, you can always ask the people closest to you to do the biggest jobs for you. That's why I'm asking Wade to bring this out. I brought this just in case I was gonna need it. Okay, I really think I'm gonna need it. Okay, let's do that. All right, anybody else? Okay, I think I'm almost ready. I have knee pads. Now, you're never supposed to sit or stand at the top of the ladder. Are you holding this? I think no more people need to hold it. Pax, could you hold this ladder? Okay. All right. Oh, don't let me kick you. Don't let me kick you. I came to church, and I got kicked in the face. Okay, I think the last thing I need is maybe a cheer. Okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, here I go. Just gonna assume. What are you doing, John? <laughs> Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. You're just in time to witness one of the greatest stunts ever. Ever? Well, in this basement. Got it. Excuse me. <clears throat> I have my public to speak to. Okay. Lights! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, quadrupeds, bipeds, and mopeds. Today, you will witness one of the greatest stunts ever achieved. In this basement. In this basement. For today, I will attempt to ride a tricycle over these ramps and through this hoop, while this hoop is set on fire. What? No question. Hold on, hold on, lights. Lights, thank you. Um, you're gonna set this on fire? Yes. Okay, have you ever done this before? Why do you ask? I mean, don't you think it's wise to try and jump through the hoop before you set it on fire, you know, just to make sure you can do it? <laughs> Fine. Great. All right. Helmet on. You ready? Uh, yeah, I'm not the one that has to be. All right. Three, All right. two, one. Here we go. I got to do a loop to build up speed. There we go. Are you ready for the fire now? Hello everyone out there and out there. I'm Brandon. And I'm John. And this is the So-and-So Show, a 12-minute jaunt into what makes life amazing. Uh, we'll talk about God, this world he's created, and how we can grow closer to him. Yeah. John, how you doing, man? Terrible. Really? I never would have guessed. What's, what seems to be the problem? Math. 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 Why would you have a problem with math? I 
signed up to be a math tutor for high school students. Oh, John, that's great. Well, why would that be a problem? Well, I'm not sure I'm the right guy for the job, Brandon. You're kidding, you were made for this. I mean, you're really awesome at math. Uh, you love students. Yeah. You're a, a really good guy to hang out with. But, but, but what if I'm really bad at tutoring? What if I can't toot? What if I start forgetting everything? What if I'm not as good at math as I thought? I can't I don't, do it, I tell you. I can't okay, do okay, it. Can we, can we take a step back for a second? Sure. Okay, no, wait, let go first oh, of me. Sorry. Thank you. Um, I think I know something that might cheer you up. Hmm? Yeah. I think it's time we take a look at some of the amazing folks who watch the so-and-so show do their thing. It's time for Kids Who Do Stuff! These folks are talented, right? Yeah, wish I was. You are talented, John. You're talented at math. Hey, why are you so scared of being a math tutor? Well, after I signed up to be a tutor, I was really excited. Right? But then I had a flashback. Of what? I'll show you. Okay. Now I get it. You see why I'm scared to be a math tutor? No, now I know why you've never liked the so-and-so show players. Oh. You auditioned to be one of them and you didn't get in. Yeah. Were they really that mean to you? No, but it felt that bad. Mm. Oh, and there was sound. Yeah. Hey, John, you shouldn't let other people's opinions about you make you afraid to do the things that you're good at. I mean, what if the students laugh at me when I try to tutor them? What if they point at me? What if they just, I, I can't do it, I tell you! I can't do it! It's Bible story time with Kellen! I can't do it! Let me go, please. What up, what up, what up? Hey, Kellen, hey, John needs a little help today. Yeah? Well, I've got a cool story for you. Lay it on me. Cool. But instead of listening to me blather on about it, I am proud to present no. the so-and-so show players. Oh boy! And guess what? John, they want you to help them out today. Wait, really? Yeah, what do you say? Oh, I don't know. Okay! <laughs> okay. <laughs> you could have gone around. Today we're talking about how God rescued his people, the Israelites, from slavery in Egypt by using a man named Moses. I am Moses. Moses was an Israelite. He was also an adopted prince of Egypt. But after making a rather poor life choice... Oh, no, 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 let's not talk about that right now, please. Moses ran away to live in a place called Midian, where he raised sheep and had a family. Look at all these sheep! <laughs> One day, when he was tending to his sheep, he saw a burning bush. 
Huh. Why doesn't this bush burn up? Moses! Moses, don't come closer. I am the god of your father. Ho, 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 I have seen my people suffering in Egypt. I have heard them cry out. I am sending you to Pharaoh. I want you to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. What? Me? Well, what if the Israelites don't believe that you sent me? God gave Moses several signs, including the ability to turn his walking stick into a snake. We couldn't afford that special effect, so that's a snake. Snake. Right. Um, so Moses still tried to get out of going to Pharaoh by admitting he couldn't speak well. But God told Moses that his brother Aaron, greetings and salutations, would speak for him. Okay, I'll do it, but I don't think I'm ready. When Moses went back to Egypt, the Israelites believed God sent him. So Moses and Aaron went to see Pharaoh. I'm Pharaoh, and I think I'm a god. Boom. Say, oh, I don't think, I don't the Lord says, let my people go, then they will hold a feast for me in the desert. You dare order me? Now I'm going to make God's people work twice as hard. Mm, not what I thought would happen. But that's what happened. Pharaoh ordered the Israelites to work harder. So God sent Aaron and Moses back to Pharaoh. God says, The Lord says, Let my people go, but you have not listened. Here is how you will know I am the Lord. I will strike the water with this walking stick and then the river will turn into blood. Wow, really? Yeah, right. Now, you'd think something like that would make Pharaoh reconsider, but he didn't. In fact, over and over again, Pharaoh refused to let the Israelites go, and every time, God would send a new plague. A plague of frogs. Ew! Ew! Oh, gross! Ah, ah. No, still not letting them go. A plague of gnats. Yeah! Annoying, but still no. A plague of flies. Oh, thank you. Still not letting them go. A plague of death of your cattle. Uh... A plague of boils. Ah! Hail. Locusts. Complete darkness. But even after all those horrible plagues, Pharaoh refused to let God's people go. Sadly, one more plague was to come. Every Israelite was given strict instructions to sacrifice a lamb and spread its blood on the doorframe of their house. If this wasn't done, the firstborn son in that house would die. The following morning, the Israelites were safe. But Pharaoh's son, as well as every firstborn son in Egypt, had died. Pharaoh finally let God's people go. The end. That's a pretty heavy story, Kellen. I know. God gave Pharaoh tons of chances to let the Israelites go, but his stubbornness ended up costing him. Yeah, but Moses found the courage to do what God asked him to do, even though he didn't feel ready. And because of that, the Israelites were set free. Yeah. And you want to hear something neat? The Israelites were saved because of the sacrifice of a lamb. And now, years later, we can be saved because of Jesus' sacrifice on a cross. And his resurrection proves that when we trust him, we can find courage even in the toughest times. Doesn't mean things are easier or simpler, but we can know we have the strength and promise of a savior who will never leave us. Awesome story, Kellen. Thanks, man. Hey, tell the so-and-so show players they rocked. 
<laughs> Will do, and I'll see you guys next time. Hey, did you see me? Did you see me? Wait, that was you? Yes, yes, how did I do? Man, you were up on that screen, bud. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> oh. uh. Uh. Reveal the question. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. Um, what have you had to do that you didn't feel ready for? Ooh, nice. Oh, well. I'll be honest, I still don't feel like I'm ready to tutor. I'm still nervous, I'm scared, not sure I can do it. But? But God is with me. God made me, I got these mad math skills, so I'm gonna give it a shot anyway. At a bush. Oh, oh I guess yeah. this is burning bush. So talk about the question amongst yourselves. Yeah. What have you had to do that you didn't feel ready for? Yeah, we'll see you next time on the so-and-so show. Bye. Yeah, I think I can make this look good. This could be a new fashion trend. I can't hear anything. Is he doing a sign? Can't make any noise. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can hear you. I can't hear you. Can't. Your lips are moving okay. and I can't hear All right. you. All right, hold on. I can't hear you. No? No. It's not a very good trumpet. Hello? No sound whatsoever. heard that. Fantastic. Those guys are so silly. So who, who remembers the question that they asked at the end? What was the question today? Anybody remember? You remember? What was it, Kathleen? Yeah, so what was something that you felt like you were supposed to do that you weren't ready for. So everybody thinks of stuff in different ways, but so before you tell somebody else, take a second and think to yourself. Okay, ready? This is the question you're thinking about to yourself. What is something that I had to do in my life that I didn't feel like I was ready for? So think about it to yourself for just a second. Okay. Tell somebody near you, if it feels safe for you to talk about it, you can tell somebody near you what's something that you had to do one time that you didn't feel like you were ready to do, okay? You can talk about it for two minutes, so one minute for you and one minute for the other person. Or you can tell your stuffy or your dad. A show of hands, I want to ask a second question. No more questions. So how, this is an interactive service, sir. You must interact. Um, so here's the second question. The thing that you had to do that you didn't feel like you were ready for, how many people did it anyway and it did not go well? That's super interesting. Okay, so how many people did it anyway and it felt like you got the help you needed to do the thing that you felt like you were supposed to do? Wow, that is really interesting. Almost everybody in the room got the help they needed. And you could probably tell, even though I am really truly afraid of heights and jumping off that ladder is really not something that I would have picked to do. How many people could tell that I was trying to do something with, when I was at the top of the ladder? What was I doing? Anybody notice? What was I doing? Did I say, I'm gonna do this all by myself? What was I doing, Nori? I was panicking. Yeah, I panicked, for sure. Yeah, I was asking for a lot of help. I was asking for a lot of help. And that's something that I've really had to learn in my life, even as a grown-up. 
So when there's something I feel like I'm supposed to do but I'm not ready to do, I have learned I have to ask for a lot of help. Okay, I would like to know by show of hands, who has ever heard this phrase before? Okay, wait, I'm gonna ask a question. You guys have to tell me if you've heard this before, okay? You tell me. Has you, have you ever heard anybody say, God's not gonna give you anything that you can't handle? Nope. No, nobody's ever said that to you? That is awesome. You are hanging around with the right kind of Christians. Um, can I tell you that I think that's actually probably worse than swearing at somebody? Like, I so deeply do not believe that anymore. People used to say, God's not going to give you anything that you can't handle. Do you know what I think in my life? I actually really think that God is all about giving us stuff that we can't do all by ourselves. Look at that Bible story. Look what he said to Moses. But then he said, but I am going to give you help. I'm going to give you the help you need. But Moses had to ask for that help. And that's something that I've really had to learn in my life is that I think God wants to say when we feel like we can't manage something all by ourselves and, and ask for help. Here's the other thing too. When you have, so who remembers what the big idea was today? Try, courage is doing what you should do even when what? Even when you don't feel ready. Here's the thing I want to talk about. Don't you think if you were saying to your mom or dad, I'm not ready for that, I'm not ready for that, I'm not ready for that, and your mom and dad just said to you, or whoever your parent is that you live with, and your parents said to you, do it anyway. You need to do it anyway. I would think that parent was sort of mean. Like, I think that parent would be kind of mean to just say, do what I say even if you're not ready. But you know, it's one of the big reasons, I think, that we sing all the songs that we sing in church. Because one of the ways that we get our ideas about who God is, is from the songs that we sing in church. And one of the things that we do in the Vineyard Church is we really make sure that our theology of our songs is good. Does anybody know what the big word theology means? What does that mean? Theo, like to do with God, ology, what people are thinking about it is the simple way to say it, right? Biology is what people are thinking or believing about life. Psychology, so theology is what people are thinking or believing about God or faith. So we have to make sure that what we're singing is true. Because if you're trying to get ready to do something and you don't feel like you're ready, you could say to yourself, you are the generous giver. You're filling up my life. On and on and on it goes. God, on and on. You're always going to give me what I need. I don't feel ready. You're always going to give me what I need. You're a good, good father. That's who you are. That's who you are. I, I will Build my life upon your love. It's a firm foundation. I will put my trust in you, oh God. Because there's times where I'm so nervous, I can't even breathe straight. We actually have this piece of paper on the wall at our house called the Lazy Eight that we just, we just breathe. We just got to breathe. Because when you're scared, your lid gets flipped. You can't even think sometimes when you're scared. But you can say, you're a good, good father. So, so much is about our attitude and our hope, right? That's why that Bible verse, that's our Bible verse for this month, is don't be afraid, don't give up, don't lose hope. I'm with you. And so we're going to do an exercise together that some of you might not feel ready for, but I think it's gonna put some awesome theology in our heads about what to do when we don't feel ready. And it's all about giving thanks, which is totally perfect for Thanksgiving. But I want you to have a little experience of doing something that you're not quite ready for yet. So I'm gonna teach you some new actions to this song, okay? So I want you to follow after me. Are you ready? This is what we're going to do. So 
I'll give thanks. Can you do that with me? I'll give thanks. Not quite yet, Kim. Just hold on. To God. To God. Now, this is one of my favorite sign language signs ever. This is a real sign as far as I remember. This is the sign for enough, and it's like you have a cup when you're baking, and you've got enough in your cup. You're leveling off the top. But what we're actually going to say is, when I don't have enough. So this is the line. I'll give thanks to God when I don't have enough. Because you're more than enough, and you know what I need. Let's do that again. I'll give thanks to God when I don't have enough, because you're more than enough, and you know what I need. Do you think you can handle that? Okay, then you're, oh, this is obviously too simple. We need to make this more complicated because the lesson today is that you're not going to feel quite ready. So we need more actions. I have volunteers that are going to help with this. Sunny, Sophia really likes to be called Sunny. We are working really hard on that. Sunny likes sunshine. It's something that God has spoken to her about and God's spoken to Wade and I about trying to do that too. It's really cool when we were in Calgary. You can ask her about the story. God gave this cool picture spoke to us about it. It was really special. So she's also very gracious and also still answers to Sophia and Sunny and Sunshine and all that. So, um, so Sunny, Eleanor, and Belinda are going to be action leaders, and we're going to split you into three groups. So let's have a big group come here, and you can be around Sunny. And then um, how about... Belinda, why don't you take your row back there, and Eleanor, you come over here, and can you guys at the back join a group, okay? And you're going to have a couple minutes to learn the actions for your verse, and then I'm going to direct you like a choir, and we are going to do this all together, even if we don't feel ready, okay? It's going to be awesome. And if this is too much for you, and it's genuinely too much to you, Sit in the back row and relax. If it's really, really, really too much for you, sit in the back row and relax. No problem. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We need Veronica to have a group. Okay, here, come here, Eleanor. Can, Veronica, can you? Oh, I'm so sorry. Can you guys come over here? Veronica, can you come over here? Or you'll come to Veronica? Perfect. Come on over here. Thank you. Awesome. So group one, that's you guys. So you come first, and we actually sing your verse twice. So everybody, you can look and try and do them. Okay? She kind of add. It's a very ad-libby thing. We'll just go with it. And then group two, okay, kind of a pre-chorus. And then we all sing, I'll give thanks to God when I don't have enough because you're more than enough and you know what I need. And then group three will do their actions, and then you guys go again, because you're the pre-chorus. And we'll just make it up. If it doesn't work, just worship. Just worship God, okay? There's, I'll give thanks to God when I don't have enough, because you're more than enough, and you know what I need. I'll give thanks to God when I don't have enough, because you're more than enough, and you know what I need. 
There's one lyric here that stands out to me today, and I actually feel like it's a Holy Spirit thing, like a thing I'm supposed to share for somebody here today. And kids, this is something that we do in the vineyard. We just, if we have a sense about what God's telling us to do, sometimes we share it and we always say, this might not be right, this might not be ready. But there's a lyric in this song that says, though this season, this group here, though this season doesn't tell my story. And when I was going through a really hard time in my life, I had a really smart person say to me, you are in this hard, hard place right now but that's not who you are. You're a woman going through a difficult thing, but that doesn't mean you're a broken person. That doesn't mean you're a failure. And I felt like that was a message for somebody today from God. The season that you're in, the season you're in right now, it doesn't tell your whole story. This isn't your whole story. So my f- I'm, I know we're not supposed to have favorites. And maybe, maybe there's an action over here I haven't even seen yet because I don't know what they're going to do. But Eleanor made up this action where she says, I know you'll move mountains for me, this action. You're just that good. So we're just going to try and sing this song together, even though we've never sung it before, and we're going to all lead each other. So Kim, when you're ready, can you start our video? So it starts nice and slow, and it's Sunny's group first. And we'll follow you, and we'll try and sing, and if you want to watch what they do and try and follow, you can. And you can mute my mic, thanks.
are amazing. Awesome. So go ahead and have a seat. Back in your seat. Just incredible. Incredible. So I'm going to pray for us for the week. Lord, you know in each of our lives what it is that we have coming up that we don't feel ready for. And Lord, we don't know if that's something that's going to happen in the next five minutes or five months or five years. But thank you that this is not dependent on who we think we are, Lord, but this is dependent on who we know you are. And we can give you praise for who we know you are. And you know what we need. Give us courage to ask for help. Give us courage to be quiet and listen to ourselves. Help us to be lovingly present to you and ourselves and others so that we can listen to what we need and we can ask for help from you and from the people around us. Thank you for our church. Thank you that we get to worship safely here today. Thank you for blessing us with living in Canada. Thank you for this community that loves you. Thank you for this community that has helped me so many times when I didn't have everything that I needed. And that you've given us to each other to be your hands and your feet when you're saying to us, go ahead, jump. Everybody's going to be there to cheer you on. So I pray, Lord, that you'd help each person here to feel that. And you would meet people, Lord, who are in a season right now who feel like this can't be my whole story. I pray that you would give them hope and courage today. And we thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Squirting. That was awesome, Joanna. Thank you so much. What a blessing to be, be together uh, as generations and to celebrate God's faithfulness and to give thanks together. And on that theme of, um, what is it, doing something when you don't feel ready? Doing the right thing. Yeah, what you think you should do. What you should do, but you don't feel ready. I just want to give thanks for some people that did that, that did something, and I'm not sure that they felt ready, but they felt it was the right thing, and that's Tay and Flo and their beautiful five children who made really a very risky and costly decision to come across town and join this little church on the east side. When mom's in university or in college at, at Regent and homeschooling. And I want to say that the month of September has been like heaven for me. Uh, just with the amount of support that I've already felt from them with all that's going on in their life. So I, on this Thanksgiving, wanted to, before we eat, to just take a moment and to bless them. We really haven't done that yet where we just welcome and bless and, and pray for them and give thanks. So however you guys want to do that, would it be okay to invite you to come forward? Is Flo around? Oh, there she is. Yeah, Come on up, you guys. We're going to pray for you. Is that all right, Faith? That's because it's dinner time. We're going to take care of that in a moment. I think it's lunchtime. Lunchtime, yeah. yeah. Lunchtime. I still get mixed up in the terminology. Here, come here, Elijah. Come stay with your dad and mom. Hey, hi, honey. So, um, so it's just been wonderful to have you guys. And again, thank you for listening to the voice of the Spirit. We believe it was the right thing when you chose to come, but we're glad you thought so too. And uh, you brought a lot of joy and a lot of life. And uh, 
So I'd like to invite just, just some folks who'd like to come and just gather around them, and we're just going to pray for them. And, and maybe before we do, if there's anything that you'd like to share, uh, Tay, just about why you did this crazy thing. Uh, we just want to say thank you for really uh, warmly welcoming us here. And yeah, maybe I'll share the long story another time, but we really felt led to come here. And the first time we stepped in, we really felt this would be home. And then uh, in terms of the, the job, that was kind of the next step in discerning when we already decided to come be a part of this community. And it's been really special. Um, yeah, Gordy mentioned something earlier on in one of our conversations. He was saying, he's giving a story, and the story was about this idea of uh, someone coming to a group. And I remember uh, you mentioned something, but one of the leaders saying, don't come here if you're just coming to help. Come for if it's mutual healing. And that idea that, you know, just really feeling that there's something special for both of us, and we're coming together. And... Yeah, we feel very blessed to be here, and by all of your love and care already, and for welcoming our circus, you know, we have quite the circus, and uh, we really feel at home here, so we really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I just want to thank Flo and their family and Tay for their gift of life. We had them over for dinner last Sunday, and you have to up your game. Big time. <laughs> and you have more life and more energy. And they are wonderful. We had a beautiful time outdoors. It was amazing. And, and so I, I think that that is what God is bringing. He's giving us life and life abundantly through you, through your family. Especially this guy up here. <laughs> Flo, are you in a place where you can share anything? <laughs> Um, I'm on my knees. <laughs> Can I say something I thought of for you today? I don't know if this is helpful or not, but during the moment of silence today, I could hear Tay and Flo's kids, and I thought, that is so good, because I have been the mom who spent the whole moment of silence saying to my kids, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. And how peaceful is that for me? Heck no. There is nobody in this church that needs that moment of silence more than a mom who just got multiple children in the church. And I wanted to say to you guys, be welcome here. Be welcome here. Be welcome. We will have unsilent moments of silence forever if it means that you take a breath and you take a breath and please keep asking us for what you need, okay? Keep asking us for what you need. Keep asking us for what you need. All right, let's pray. It's lunchtime. Let's pray. So stretch your hands towards them if you're inclined to do that. Just uh, if you stretch your hand, it's kind of the same thing as laying hands on them. And uh, so, Lord, we just say thank you for, for this, this beautiful family that has taken this uh, great step of faith to do something that they didn't necessarily feel ready for, that was out of their depth, but you've already met them so wonderfully and so powerfully, Lord, and made them such a blessing to us. So on this Thanksgiving Day, uh, we say thank you for them, and we ask, Lord, that your blessing would be upon them. Lord, you bless our coming and you bless our going, and we're so thankful that we can bless a coming today, that and we receive them, as you said in the, in the book of Matthew, that those who receive a righteous person receive a righteous person's reward. And those who receive a prophet receive a prophet's reward. And whoever gives a cup of cold water in my name um, gives a cup of water to me. And so we, we receive them knowing that we receive you, Lord, as they come to us. So we pray for your, that our church will be a resource, as Tay has expressed, that we will be able to be, uh, to be able to co-journey with them as they've chosen to journey with us. And we 
We ask for you to supply all of their needs, physically, emotionally, relationally, financially, every area, spirit, soul, and body. We just bless you to be who you are amongst us, knowing that you're loved. We're grateful for you. You are a gift to us. We see you as a gift to us. In the, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I am giving out free piggybacks. If anyone else would like a piggyback. Oh.